Hello, hi, welcome to another Chess Apart. I'm Joy Pande. Tune in for your entertainment scoop for the week. Yes, Umzanzi Celeville is filled with flavor, but you know that Or who secured the latest bag? Or just who's dripping with sauce? And who's adding the spice? Because if it's hot, then it's definitely in the cheese pod. Welcome back to another episode of the Chisa Pod. This week's pod is different. It's unusual. It's lovely because we have a special guest in the building. Hmm, it's too hot for this. It's um, too Chisa for this. Come on now. Please <laughs> introduce yourself. My name is Itumile Mugwato, popularly known as Dumi Powerhouse. Um, exactly. Content creator, strategist, and uh, everything in between a multi-hyphenate darling. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so if those who actually don't know need to follow you, uh, we need to make sure. So please definitely give them your My handles your handle. on or across all social media platforms is at Dumi Powerhouse. I absolutely love Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still in 2007. So mm-hmm. I love Facebook so much. Just don't invite me there. You can follow me everywhere else. <laughs> there it's like locked up. There's like 800 friends and there's people I know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So actually, I think that's where we must go. But actually, before we get into you and the stuff that you got going on. Yeah. Everything else. Let's get into what's been going on this week, right? It's been a hell of a week. First of all, the summers happened on Saturday, so now we have to talk about them. Rent is manipulated. <laughs> right? Like, a lot of things. <laughs> a lot of things happened this week. Like, Kuning, yes. And C1. And the C1. Yeah. Like, we're just, we're in. Angazi, madam. Every December, if it's after December. I think after December. Yeah. So, December. Okay. First of all, congratulations to all the winners. I was there. Wait, you were telling me that you didn't go to the summers. I actually didn't go. I made a conscious um, decision to not go, yeah. number one, because I wasn't working. Mm. Number two, um, I just felt like I wanted to watch it on TV. Um, it's the, their first live show after a long time. Mm. And I just wanted to see how it's going to pan out. Mm. I wanted to, you know, it's different watching a show from the actual venue mm. than actually watching it from Definitely. from home or mm. like I mean actually watching it from home or anywhere else. But mm. in the arena, it's so different. Mm. And watching it from home, it's very different. And that's why we will always have varying um, opinions about it. Okay, depending on where you were. Okay, yeah. So you enjoyed the summers from. I enjoyed it from the from my couch. Mm. Yeah, the performances and everything else. I did. Um, I enjoyed the performances. Mm. I think. I mean, it was supposed to be in Durban, so the Pretoria thing was a last-minute thing. So I mm. think they did a really good job in terms yes. of, you know, concealing. And I think they were running at the same time as the African... Um, the Africa Fest. They actually Africa were Fest. in collaboration yeah. with yeah. the Africa so Fest. Mm. I, I think they did a good job. Yeah. Um, of course, there were misses. I mm. mean... Okay. Those are human errors. What are the misses? Don't look at me like that, I'm, Joe. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for the What are the misses? Fashion. I feel like mm. I miss fashion in South mm. Africa. Definitely. I feel like I miss fashion in South Africa, but I'm, let me start it from red carpet. I think I miss celeb culture in South Africa where mm. we see celebrities. We can't wait to see what they're wearing, who mm. they're wearing. And I mean, um, red carpets are a little bit of a mess right now. Mm. Um 
come on, man, invest in people that actually make sure that the red carpet runs smoothly and Absolutely. runs in a way that it's supposed to. The people mm. that need to be interviewed. I mean, it's intriguing to see a red carpet if you're not a public figure mm. and to want to walk on it. But hey, there should be another way or another route for you to go in. And we okay. have, you know, public figures and celebrities mm. going on the red carpet. We're seeing their outfits. And mm. I think there were a lot of fashion mis- misses for me. As like, um, yeah, I mean, some the African host? girls used to work, used to okay. dress nicely. And I'm saying girls because, I mean, with guys, they they will wear a t-shirt and we already and made peace with that. That's okay. Yes, That's sure. fine. I actually had a conversation with um Sabi and uh, Nomalanga before they hosted. Um, okay. I was at Otis Seflo Studios. Yes. And I was like to them, guys, please bring fashion. I was so disappointed. And I was like... Nomalanga, I was like to Sebi, Sebi, guys wear t-shirts. Please don't wear t-shirts. Why mm, were you disappointed? What? Sabi for me, could have definitely done better, but it's fine. What What in the red leather was going on there? Also, Kisama Wapisa, <laughs> like, we definitely know you couldn't breathe. Then, Nomalanga, come on, man. You're on the main stage. You are the actual host, not the red carpet host. I did not like any of her looks. Is it? At all. But what are you comparing it to? I'm comparing her to Banang. I'm comparing her to Pearl Tusi. I'm comparing her to all the, like, stage... who have People who have really gone and hosted the summers and yeah. really just brought out... I think it's it's unfair that we do that, um, you know. But at the same time, we have been watching. Yeah. So we have opinions, you know. Yeah. Um, I loved her opening outfit. It was done by Otis. I really liked okay. it. Okay, that white The white floral thing. thing. Um, okay. I just don't know if the stage was not put in a way where Ain't we can no marvel at how they look. I mean, I liked what he what she wore. I liked that. And I hated her. Or the stage nearly too much. Maybe, so maybe the problem the stage nearly stood stage out. no way. You, you gotta outshine the stage. I get it. I get it. I mean, um, I like the white outfit. I definitely hated her wearing sunglasses. On, I mean, I know it's cool. It's music. It's mm. young. It's fresh. It's hip. It's happening. But those glasses were just not it. I didn't like them at all. I mean, um, the hair could have been like the same, I think, or maybe different in terms of sleeking back because that that Masango outfit or ensemble that she wore was pretty. It looked great on pictures, but mm. when I was seeing her on screen, I was like, it's not translating the way it should. The hair is in front, you know. But I love Nomalang. I think she did an incredible job in terms of hosting. Hosting, yeah. Um, it's just that the fashion didn't come across as, oh, but I, I liked her purple outfit. The purple pinkish outfit. I liked it. I don't know. So I liked two outfits. Do you know what the issue was? Yeah. At the same time, it was on the same day, Bonang was host. Okay, I'm sorry to bring up Bonang, but I'm so sorry. There's this white ensemble that she wore with a little halo. In Kigali. She was, no, she was hosting what, the time? Times 100 in Rwanda. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Did she not look like she was supposed to be on the summer stage and actually hosting the show? Like, I think we need to make peace with the fact that we can't have Bonang doing everything. We need to make peace and with we that. And we can't have her being the highest level of like, you know, I don't know, I don't know if I, how I can put it. Like, she really always just brings the A game. She can't be like mm-hmm. somebody needs to surpass that. You know how Nigerian women, when it comes to fashion, they go all out. They and do I really too much. expected more with the summer. Yeah. So. 
Whatever. But um, you know, I was um, you know, kind of, uh, kind of doing, uh, looking at both, mm. and I'm just like because I we've been watching Bonang. I mean, I've read her book as well, where she spoke about how when she started on live, and um, she didn't care about anything else but being a great presenter, mm. and the fashion came after. Okay. So I'm just like, where are other people's heads in terms of? Where do they want to be at that time? Okay. So maybe mm. giving them grace in terms of that. Definitely. And I know it's very unforgivable, especially mm. because we are hungry for like stage, lights, fashion. Mm. We're hungry for that. Mm. But maybe Nomalanga was just focusing on being a great host that yes. day. Yes. And came with two and great outfits. <laughs> you know, <laughs> according to you, that is. Awesome. Yeah. All right. I'll trust you because I know you definitely have an eye for fashion. Um, on the other hand, beyond the fashion with the summers, yeah. I, there was obviously a whole hoo-ha about who won. A lot of people have kind of given up on the summers. I know that when it comes to the celebrities, the artists, they really don't. They don't care. They don't. They don't but care. I, but I attend but I attend, but guys, stop speculating. Absolutely. I spoke to Leslie Mufukeng, who mm-hmm. is the communications um, spokesperson, by the way. Yeah. Um, and he said, "Okay, guys, if I attend, please, can you just?" Show the proof. If you have, if you can just prove it, we'll go and investigate. But do yeah. you really think they bought? I don't think so. Um, you know, um, I have a very good friend of mine, and we always speak about awards and awards where people have to actually vote. Mm. And it's the big stars that think they don't need to campaign as much, mm. and the people at the bottom are the ones who campaign, and they're always the ones who win most of the time, right. because they campaign. Those right. people campaign. Okay. The other big stars think, okay, my music sells, people love it. I'm a celebrity. I've been doing this for a while. Mm. I will win. So the entitlement as well is what works against them in terms of them winning stuff. Mm. You know. You know what? Let's hear what Leslie had to say. Are for big artists. I have been asked this question before. Are summers for big artists? 
they need to know that no, that's not the answer. There's almost after anyone who believes that their product is good enough, you just have to be confident. Mm. You know that you put in the work and then you're going to deliver. This is the best version of you that you can give us. Okay. Firstly, they're not when it comes to um, the summers, what's make, what makes them different, I was actually, um, yo, am I even allowed to say, no, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> am I allowed to say that I was judging them? Am I? Oh, were you a judge for the summers? Ayatengwa. Ayatengwi. So you actually okay. get given a category. Yeah. And then you go through, you know, the whole system. The process, you, you yeah. Rate, you rate the, um, the song that you listen to and you, you have to listen to the song at least for one minute. Yeah. Songs that you don't even like. But you, then you have to give a, you have to um, justify your answer. Yeah. So, like, like, so, I'm so sorry, Kelly Kumalo. I baby, you can't even sing, you don't deserve. Your numbers, um, and there was a very big discourse on Sunday about it that, mm. number one, if you want to win a category like gospel, we live in a very, um, what's the English word for it? Our society is very conservative. Mm, and if you're going to have um, an album or a gospel song and mm. come sing wearing, the, the Lord says, come as you are. <laughs> Says the Lord. But South African people are like, we are conservative. You can't mm. come in a thong and sing a gospel song mm. and think we are going to like it or it's going to make us connect with God. Kelly Kumalo is an incredible singer. Yes. For However, sure. if you are going to put them, if you are going to sell a concert where it's Kelly mm. Kumalo or either Ndogo Zumbambo mm. and it's a gospel concert, definitely she's going to be beaten in the ass. Okay. Okay. That's exactly well, yeah, what happened. Well, yeah, actually, yeah, definitely. I would, I would, I would, okay, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I will definitely say it. I would rather go to a Kilikumala concert. Okay. Because she's just amazing. I You're can't. a baddie. I'm a baddie. I'm a baddie. Um, I'm a gospel mama. You, okay. So. Okay. I'll okay. go to Gozo. Really? Still love Kelly's music. I still listen to it. I don't yeah. know if I'm going to listen to it after she was being transphobic and homophobic I, on social media on Sunday. She took it back though. Do you accept the apology? Um, I don't accept the apology because mm. um, as human beings, no matter how angry you are, the first thing that you say is a homophobic slur. It mm. means that that's exactly how you feel. Mm. So no. I want I wonder what um, her friends have to say about that. That obviously being Sumizi also. I wonder if Sumizi <laughs> called her out for it. <laughs> okay. Or probably was like, I told me Guafana. But my thing is, you're See, friends with queer people and that's exactly your sentiments about mm. them. I'd be worried if I'm your friend. Mm. To say, is that exactly what you think about me? Yes, mm. I may know who I am. I know, may know myself. But is that what you think about me? Because if you can't say it to someone else, that it means, means it's your sentiments. Mm. It's whether not you're drunk or not. Whether you're drunk or not, whether mm. you are sober or not, mm. it's your sentiments around a certain topic mm. or a certain thing. And that's how she feels. Heck, all I have to say, I guess, to Kelly Kumala's manager is please take away her phone. <laughs> can she not have her phone? Yeah, she supports Pakistan. Pakistan! <laughs> So that it spiraled from there until the mm. weekend. So you can just imagine, you know, um, and we and I give I talk about giving grace all the time. But what she did was literally unforgivable, unforgivable, and unforgettable. Yeah, we'll always remember her as the and she's got a lot of queer people supporting her. Mm. I am from a queer community. I know a lot of people 
love and support Kelly Kumalo like they love her music they for buy sure. tickets for her concert and for her to spit in their face like that mm. you don't do that you don't do that yeah come on now well then moving on to other news just okay we're done with that mm. I think we can move on with we can we move can. on from that so Jelly Barbie okay. shot up trends list, right? When she did an interview on Culture Spotlight. And the reason why, first of all, that I'm calling her I'm calling her Jelly Barbie is because in that same interview, she said, I'm actually Jelly Barbie. It's just that it doesn't have an R. People just call me Jelly Baby and I just accepted. Okay, baby girl. Yeah. Anyway. Do what you gotta do. So here's why she shot up trends list. Um she revealed why she decided to drop out of school in grade eleven. People are fame hungry. Uh-huh. And she said that the reason is because, well, she said that she um, left school after Vusima Arafaev's um, funeral. So if you don't know Vusima Arafaev, he's yes, from Pretoria. He's a Bacardi artist who, oh, God bless his soul, so he passed away in on January 13th. This year, yeah. Yeah. And obviously they were quite close. Um, Jelly Baby was actually under... See, I'm calling her that again. Exactly, we're Jelly Barbie. We're going to move on to yeah. the baby. Um, she was under Vosima out of five's mentorship uh-huh. throughout her career. Yeah. He's the one who actually kickstarted or helped her get into the space yeah. of music and stuff like that. So she's like, every time she had to go to school, people kept on asking her about my out of five from the staff from the teachers, from the children, and that um, she basically got overwhelmed by all mm. of that. And that's the reason why she left school. And now she's pursuing fame, but she's hopefully looking to do um, homeschooling in January next year. I don't think it's a good move for her to leave school, but I, I, I want your thoughts on that. Kesper left in grade 10, and he's a success. Okay, but it's... <sighs> but my thing is, can we talk about... Um, Shelf life, and also mm. talk about, is it what's the English? Why is English running away from me? Hey, it's going with the sun. What's the thing? Is it is it what's the English word for? Not what? even progressive. Is it sustainable? Mm. Uh, can she sustain it? Mm. Because it's. I mean, also you do understand. If I'm in grade eleven, mm. I'm in my peak adolescent, mm. so I can be rebellious as well. So mm. where does it come from? Mm. You know. Yes, but they ask about. You know, Ma'arfaifi and all of that. Because people are obsessed with celebrities. Yes. And they're obsessed with famous people. Mm. Uh, but for her, where are her parents also? Where are where's her family? She is under the care of her mother from what I know. I'm yeah. not sure where her, fa- where her father is. But my standing with this is, I think her reasoning does not... Does not she's, she's in grade sense. 11. Do, now, do my trick and start but get and out. the thing is if something is meant for you it will always find you yes and timing will never be a problem it mm. will happen for you when it happens for you mm. but i also think um having a taste of that life and thinking i'm gonna go back to school and be in like, class when i could be recording or like traveling mm. and making money but is that sustainable? Like, what is mm. your what is your bigger picture? Yeah, it's better if you have a bigger picture. If you do have a bigger mm. picture, absolutely, it's going mm. to be amazing for you to go on and mm. do it. But no, man, it doesn't work like that. What is your backup plan? What's your backup plan? And um, oh, she's in grade eleven. Uh, she's in grade eleven. I let's think about think about when you were in grade eleven. Sure. Obviously, I wanted to finish school. I wanted to finish school so bad, and that's why we finished. School. And that's why we finished. School. You know, that's why we went to varsity and studied yes. further. Yes. Um, and there were certain things I loved, but I knew that I can do them part time. Mm. 
But the thing is with music, it means every weekend you need to be up rolling doing. Mm. But I mean, if if Lebo Matosa and um, Tembi could do it, then she can do it. Those were like very famous people. Mm. Or still mm. are famous oh, people. Oh, Kelly Kumalo actually also left school in grade 10. I'm like, is it 10? Yeah, I think so. But listen, for me, um, I'm noticing that there's a trend now with yeah. a lot of young people actually leaving school because they realize that, you know what? Okay, what's the reason why I'm in school? I'm trying to get a job. I can get a job now. I can be a social media influencer and now get the cash, get the coins, build my mom a house, do everything. And so leave what's the and point? live my life. There was a girl who was trending now recently as well. Um, Tando. I don't know if you know Tando. 16-year-old? The 16-year-old yeah. who was like... Yes, in school is blocking my blessings. And I'm going to leave. I'm done. Grade 10. I'm out. But also, let me say this. Um, In as much as, yes, you like... And, you know, we lived in a very different generation. We we were taught by Generation X that... Mm. um, That as millennials, Mm. that, you know, we need school. Mm. Because we've seen what school has done for people in our lives and Mm. people around us. But... Gen Z is chaotic. Chaotic, ungovernable. Oh my gosh, they are so chaotic. They feel like <laughs> they can do whatever, mm. whenever, however, mm. and nobody can touch them. Mm. And I think that's a very dangerous way to think, by the way. But also at the same time, we never know. I I like um, a point that Sibuma Bena actually made yeah. um, regarding this uh, specific topic. Um, I spoke to her yesterday as well. I just wanted to hear her thoughts because obviously she's behind the scene. She's 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 birthed quite a number of you know influencers, whatever yeah. celebrities, brands. Um, and her point was just what's questionable is the schooling system, the curriculum, and the fact that it's no longer exciting actually for these kids. Let's listen to what she had to say. I just think it's a really confusing time for that generation of people because on the one hand, they're seeing many examples of people who have succeeded Mm. in leaving school Mm. and then becoming financially successful. Mm. On the other hand, there aren't enough stories about people who have really gone through the system of school Mm. and have found a way to then become successful, right? Mm. We, we, ha- we, we live in this weird dichotomy where people are just exposed to things that can either convince them into the wrong thing mm. um, and are not exposed enough to the things that should convince them into the right thing. Mm. But we also can't deny that there are incredible social circumstances that make it difficult for this generation to continue through school. Mm. The economy is in the doldrums. It's very difficult for people to even afford to go to school, to Mm. afford to eat, to afford uniform, to afford a roof over their heads because, um, you know, unemployment is so rife. Mm. So I think we're in a situation where kids are now doing whatever they can to Mm. survive. Mm. And one of those things, the easiest thing for them that they are seeing is social media. Mm. And unfortunately where our economy, our system, our environment, our society, our government is not fostering a an, an, an environment where our kids can find an attraction in staying in school. Mm, we must just be ready to see people do whatever they have to do to survive. Yeah. So that's that on that. Um, I think she really made a good point with regards she did. to are we all going to be social media influencers? It's 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 very attractive. Uh, social media work is very attractive, mm. and 
you must remember, like, if I remember as a teenager, I was obsessed with celeb culture. I bought drum mm. magazine. I mm. bought, I wanted to see the last pages, what mm. people doing and mm. where were they, you know? Mm. And now it's like at a rapid rate where it's just instant. It's on your phone. Mm. You see it, you mm. experience it and you feel like you can be part of it and you can do whatever. Mm. And I think there is maybe a good number of people that still want to be in school. It's just that we are going to be exposed to those that don't want to be in school more mm. because they then do music, become influencers mm. and this and that. And mm. we see it, it's here. Mm. Okay, then. Guys, Gen Z is my 2000 couple. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, but moving right along, another controversial one this week. Deep London is looking to take legal action against a Nigerian artist by the name of Smada. Because what did he do? He decided to take his hit song that has won two Metro FM awards and receive multi-platinum status and 18 million views on YouTube, which means we all have heard it, including Smada yeah. himself. The song itself being Hamba Wena with Bushe. Yeah. And it's a cut and paste. It's mine. And here's the song. It's out now. What the hell? Oh, collaboration is such a big thing and I think we underestimated. He should have just asked to do a remix mm. and they both eat in whatever way they need to eat mm. but for him to just extort a song like that mm. that is clearly and, and i think and they should take that he legal action you will get caught we yeah, live in a world instant world mm. and the world is smaller the world mm. is this room this room is even big enough mm. the world is this microphone i think it's still big enough you mm. know but the world is so small that like you can do whatever and try and hide it but mm. somebody is going to see you and people picked it up i mean it became very trendy on tiktok i'm sure mm. um it became a very trendy sound as well in terms mm. of and people are like but we've heard this you mm. know so i think they should take legal action and they should get however much they need to get out of him mm. because uba toilet blind take that down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Another story. Um, one thing um that I actually a fellow petty friend of yours yeah. went on podcast. Well, not friend, but a fellow petty what family, whatever. Lena came petty. Can I say Sheba shit? That's his name. It's his name. Yeah. But I'm not cursing. But it just imagine <laughs> just in your head, just imagine the ex. What he did um recently, he was on podcast and chill. He <sighs> went on a whole rant and whatever, whatever. And he spoke. And obviously that episode did quite well. Apparently he had like a million views in like two days. In a um, day. Oh, in a day. There yeah. we go. Um, but in that interview, then he went on to speak on his uh, performance at uh, Focalistics Event. Strata Nation yeah. address, mm. which happened in Pretoria. Mm -hmm. So he was there. And prior to that, there were events leading up to the event, which yeah, which they did, and he was also they did there. PR was, stuff like they did like a whole, the marketing, the whole school tours and school tours. Or varsity tours or whatever they were. Yeah, that time we're thinking this person is getting the coins. Yeah, and he revealed that he was actually not paid for it, which then had um, Focalistic go live on Instagram to say that okay, but then I asked how much you want, and you were like, no, it's fine. You basically said. You want to do this for the culture. And, but why are you complaining about it? So, mm. um, obviously, on social media, people wanted to pit them against each other, saying that Focalistic is actually, you know, extorting this yeah. artist, this yeah. rising star. Mm. Um, but what's your take on that? I really feel like, 
Okay, Ooh. he says they're good though. But I don't know. I wonder what's your take on that. I think I, I think number one, um, artists from Limpopo um, have <laughs> a tendency of feeling like they're not enough. Number mm. one, I'm from Limpopo and I live in Joburg and I've lived in Joburg for a very long time. Mm. I had something called Queer Sunday on my social media where every Sunday I would do like a reel mm. with Limpopo music and people went mad mm. i actually posted this week and said um my reel that i did with with shebe's um song mm. was my most favorite personally wow. and people had not been on the wave yet mm. so they tend to think their music is just for their people mm. in limpopo and mm. that is why when my kazi blew up it probably was like i can't believe i blew up mm. because i'm making music from people from limpopo mm. you know and because People in Limpopo are gatekeep, like events people, radio stations. I mean, Makazi was played on Metro FM before she was played on another radio station in Limpopo. So that should tell you something. That should tell you something. So it makes them feel inadequate. And when they get a nod from someone who's in Joburg, which is Mm. the hub, it's like they Mm. feel like, oh, my God, I should do whatever mm. and because they do music passionately they get paid little at home and in terms of gigs and when someone from Joburg does that they feel like oh my gosh this is a chance for me to actually diversify and get to get more fan or, or a bigger fan base mm. and they tend to forget that this is actually business it's mm. actually business you need to make money out you need of to it make money out because of I it. wouldn't blame Focalistic for feeling like um, but I asked you how much you want to get paid. Mm. You know, I've seen it when I was like new in Joburg. Like I do things, like even now I still do things for people. When I'm, when I'm just like I just want to help you, mm. or I just want to assist with this. But mm. because I know and I have a business acumen, mm. I know when to charge for what I need to charge for. Mm. And I think he should have just charged. Mm. And for him to go on the podcast, people will interpret it as whatever they want to interpret it mm. as. They can say, oh no, but. You know, you were being exploited, you were being this, you were being that. Mm. I think they should just, as brothers, sit down, talk about it. Yeah. And I think for him to say it on the podcast, does it mean he wants to get paid for it? Or, I mean, the podcast also has a way of controversy. Right. So, did they want to pity them against each other? Because people love Shebe. I think another thing, though, is I think he mostly just felt unappreciated. Yeah. Um, Because he was like, I really felt like Focalistic was supposed to post me more. What did he want? But we like, wanted to be posted more on social but, media. But, but, what, but he's like, not. But, I posted but you, also, um, Shebe is not that active on social media. Mm, so why no. would you want other people to post you mm, for what? Why don't you post yourself? Post yourself, my mm. love. Post yourself doing those things. And I think in the music industry, especially in Limpopo, marketing is not a real thing. PR is a non-existent idea, mm. and there's no way you can do anything without PR. Mm. Then there's no point of doing then what you're doing. Exactly, because you're not gonna go far. Yeah, because who are you gonna Who's take? Who's on it your to? team? How are you gonna get the brand? Deals? How are you gonna get the? You know what I mean? You, exactly. Because they just do music and they do a very nice music. Mm. Uh, like it just breaks my heart that it's just they just confined to the idea that it's just for people at home. No, it's not. Mm. It's for the whole country to hear the music and get to know and get to enjoy it as well. So that's exactly what it is. So I think Focalistic should not be blamed. Mm. I think they should have a chat. And I think Focalistic should then just pay Shebe. So that it's just like, so, okay, I'm paying you. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to badmouth me. Because mm. then now it looks like I'm exploiting you. Mm. And I'm not. Artists I asked you how much you want. Seriously. They need to take themselves damn serious. This is business. This is business. But you know what? Here's what um, Focalistic had to say. For sure, maybe I'm a poster. 
<laughs> their lingo is fire. For sure, maybe I can post it the way Nanya can get more posts. Tomorrow, you can chaga, you lie, tomorrow, lele. Before anything else, can get more posts and chaga, can chaga. She be she's a never real way to. Maybe podcast the day I get wrong and never real way to. Answer. So lele, you can post that today, you lele. Foka arwa marata shivi and then hard in chaga if you feel like, you know. You were disrespected. You know, I'll never disrespect the streets, man. Come on. And I've said this two years ago. Let now I eat it, Joe. Let's do a podcast thing. Before my TV level post, I'll go to the streets. And I'm going to give a water. I'm going to take the streets. 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 Obviously, maybe I'm going to take the streets. It's AP. But at the end of the day, you guys must always understand. It will always be love from me, you know. When I first actually called Chibishit for the show, I said, yo, so the guys new in the industry needs to be appreciated. Nah, dog, I always appreciated them, you know. One of my first interviews, Liz Sobering Podcast, go check it out. You'll see me. And it will never, ever, ever, ever be hate from my side you lazy you lazy you and a shout out to him for strategization ke bo botse seeto re o nyaka bokae wa bona na vele ne ke ntse ke nyaka patela ba ba itseng jo ba itse na ka patela o performa go 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 condition tsa go so he wanted to do it out of love you know and i also respect that so i guess wait more 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 podcasting dilo di tipi but at the end of the day, dog, come on, man. She be did this cause of first time. Lena, I'm a first time, Jew. Lena, flop over at Farata B. So, no matter what he wants, I got him. He must know. Sobering podcast. Go check it out, dog. That's like, what, a year ago, two years ago? You know? All right. Well, that's that on that. Um, we talked about what is, what's been hot in the streets this week. Yeah. I want to know what's been hot in your life and what you've been up to. What's been hot is that I have a man. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> when, when a person has a man, you'll see signs. They'll wear caps, shoes. You know. <laughs> you know. The signs will be there. <laughs> no, man. There's nothing really happening that's hot except for the fact that I've been working with the Tommy Dish Foundation. Mm. And um, they have, you know, a partnership with the Colombian Embassy mm. and other countries like Australia, UK. Um, it's called Pride Without Prejudice. And I think we we strongly feel like we need to take out the message and, um, you know, demystify a lot of things in terms of queer people, the LGBTQ community. And today, um, which is a Friday, I don't know when this is coming out, but today, today. we are at, um, you know, um, a school in, um, what's that place in Pretoria? Oh my God! Uh, yeah, and fa- fatigue has all of us. <laughs> so forgive me, but it's in it's in Pretoria mm. where we're planting. They have a garden. We're doing that, mm. and there's gonna be a Pride Without Prejudice concert. And what the biggest thing that we're also using is music. We're mm. using music as um, music communicates to everyone. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter the language. That's why this. That's why Smada stole. The song it doesn't matter the language. So music communicates universally, and mm. um, there's gonna be a Colombian um, music um, 
choir that's going to come mm. and obviously we've got the Mzanti Gay Choir as well that's mm. going to be there and Pride Without Prejudice just you know celebrating queer people but also importantly sending out messages that queer people are here they are here they are not going anywhere and they mm. exist that's what's been happening and I've just been looking very hot on the red carpet absolutely each and every time each and every time and yeah tomorrow is an awards show uh, as well that we have so, awards. no no it's actually GQ oh yeah um, oh yes yeah it's GQ oh based gosh, GQ so woman of the year mm. yeah GQ woman of the year so I'm looking forward to that mm-hmm. and maybe on the other end what's happening I'm going to Sun City straight after GQ woman of the year because there's 20 Fontaine Font City takeover So I'm going there Mm. I'm going to finish myself I love that And I know you'll definitely Be looking hot Hot at the same time Uh, I'm looking at you right now I'm like Joy you're looking very hot Oh my god Your hair is hearing My hair is hearing Boobs are boobing Boobs are boobing Waist is left at home Because a waist is a waste of time (laughs) You know It is what it is It is what it is (laughs) The boy is gonna see what's up Uh, Yeah Anyway thank you so much For joining me I really appreciate your time Your energy just your insight about the industry as well. Very much appreciated. I'm coming back here next week. Thank you very much. Thank Bye. you very much, Exec. And that's been it for this edition of the Chisapod. Remember that you can find our latest podcast, review, and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you choose to get your podcasts. You can also follow us on all social media platforms at Chisalive. This Chisapod is a Times Live production, and our producer is Demi Buzo. I've been your host, Joy Gracious. Join Pande. Until next time, it's goodbye for now. <laughs>